Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's happiest podcast network. Hey gang, in case you don't know, Australia's on fire. And it's only now just hit the start of our fire season. Already, close to 20 million hectares have been burnt or are currently on fire. 34 people have died and we've lost half a billion animals to the point where koalas are functionally extinct. So, to help raise funds for Wildlife Victoria, we're teaming up with our mates from Planet Broadcasting this February 20th to bring you a live Plumbing the Death Star, followed by a Sans Pants Radio v Planet Broadcasting showdown, hosted by Dugo On's Dave Warnicky and our very own Jackson B. Bailey, to decide which network is the greatest mate once and for all. At Trivia. Details are in the show notes or head to our website, sanspantsradio.com slash live. Now tickets are limited, so get in quick. Once again, all proceeds are going to Wildlife Victoria. And for all you international or interstate dickheads that can't make it, you can still show your support by going to wildlifevictoria.org.au and giving directly or you can head to our merch store over at streamlabs.com slash sanspantsradio slash merch and grab a fundraiser tee where once again, all proceeds are going to Wildlife Victoria. Once, long before Tiffany or Sir Hector were even born, there lived a man named Jordan Grace, or as he had recently become, Sir Grace. Newly knighted and looking to prove himself, he accepted a quest investigating disappearances in the small town of Shaybrook. Little did he know that this was the first step on what was to become a strange and dangerous life. Welcome to episode 4 of Fall From Grace Part 1, The Hag. Previously... Birkins, the, um, the mirror and the nail that the children had, mm. d- did they disappear with them or do we still have them? Uh, no, I, uh, she rummages in a bag. I collected them because I thought we might need them. She hands them to you. I'd like, yeah, to collect them and put them in my coin purse with the wolf coin. All right, hag in my thing and circle it. Who, who's the oldest person in town? The oldest person in town? Mm, well, that would be Dwowin. Dwowin? Dwowin. Would I be able to speak to them? Do you think it's unreasonable for me to say that perhaps a hag is what we're dealing with here? I mean, it would explain the magic. Oh, yes. A hag is surely the cause of our problems. But what hag? There are many. Oh, 
I opened up Emmanuel's Book of Monsters to H4Hag. <laughs> it's actually alphabet. It's actually ordered by size. Granny convinces the child that it's okay to have bad thoughts mm. and do bad deeds. As I read this, I finger the um the coin that I have in my pocket and the little mirror and the nail. I am competent and I am confident, but I am also just one man. So Mali or Thudu, if you would accompany me, we'll both help you. Nothing happens and you've made the pit maybe five feet deeper. It'll have to do us. I don't want everyone here at night. I don't know. I don't want everyone in danger. All right. I will go back to, I guess, where I first encountered the ogre, mm-hmm. plant my ground and wait. In the forest, looking for the half ogre, you plan to lure into your trap. You wait. After some time, you feel a chill run down your spine, Mm -hmm. and you can see that mist is slowly starting to seep all Mm -hmm. around you. Cool. All right. I still try to make myself known. Maybe I'll I'll just be kind of like whistling a tune or something like that. I I want to stand out. You see a giant figure loping through the woods Mm. towards you. Hello again, foul creature. This time... You see something that you didn't spot the first time. There's two figures. Oh, no. One figure is stooped, but in its stupid nature, you can still tell that if it stood up straight, it would be massive. Okay. Compared to the the other creature, it's still small. Does it roughly look like, um, if it stood up, like, roughly, it'd be, like, eight feet tall? <laughs> maybe only seven. Oh, oh, well, maybe it's not the Anna's hag. <laughs> maybe I'm just that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that there's two creatures... One of them much larger walking towards you as the fog gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And then eventually you're you're making, you know, you're whistling, you're trying to be noticed. You see the smaller creature peel off and the bigger one keeps coming towards you. Okay, that's probably good. Loping through the darkness, you can hear it now, slowly being carried by the wind towards you. Food, food, glorious food. Uh, yeah, that's that's right, buddy. Mama says, as the creature comes into the light of your torch, mm. you get its face in stark relief. <laughs> Mama says, it's time to eat. All right. <laughs> I leg it towards the trap. You start sprinting further into the forest. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it is... After you. Yep. Yep. Trying to keep, remember the direction that the trap is in. Don't want to fall in the trap myself. That would be unfortunate. You you do a pretty good job of keeping ahead of it. Mm-hmm. You actually maybe even need to slow yourself down so that it can keep up and it won't lose you. Yeah. Come back, food. <sighs> you launch yourself near the copes of trees and you can see the the trap ahead. Mm-hmm. You can see the you've tried as best as you can to cover it up, but yeah. it's not perfect. Yeah, for sure. It'll do in the darkness and with this with creature. The, I don't think it's sprinting. very yeah. clever, yeah. Can I all right, do I have enough time to like round to the other side of the pit trap before it, it bursts out of the woods? Probably not, actually. You slowed down a little bit too much. Okay, is it running for me? Yes. I would like to lie down. <laughs> And hope it overshoots me. So, like, slide underneath You lucky little (laughs) son of a bitch. You stop right before the pit trap, or right before the pit trap, you throw yourself to the ground, Mm -hmm. and the ogre, the half-ogre, steps over you accidentally. Food! (laughs) His foot goes straight through the pit trap, and he tumbles over you. (sighs) (sighs) You hear him being pierced 
by the spikes below. I'd like to stand up and like howl now. All right. Have everyone throw that alchemist fire in. You deal, or the pit trap deals a total of six, seven, eight points of damage to the half ogre. Cool. Then I will say that your two allies get a uh, a free round to act. Cool, 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 cool. Throw in that alchemist fury. So Thudu waddles up to the edge of the pit yeah. and then pours a vial of <laughs> alchemist fire down into it. The half ogre takes a further two points of damage mm-hmm. and catches fire. Cool. Ah! And Mally fires down into the pit. First attack is a critical hit. Great. Fantastic. All fun and games. Roll a D100. On a five or less, you are blinded in one eye. <laughs> cool. <gasps> No, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. It is a hit, though. Yeah, good. And That's... Mally deals 10 points of damage. Great. Fantastic. The ogre bellows in rage. Cool. And then we'll go to initiative. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Should have kept the woodsman around. We could have all fired arrows in. Oh, well. Didn't want them to get hurt, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Could have gone wrong. I could have fallen in that pit trap with it. Very possible. <laughs> All right, it's the ogre's turn first. Mm-hmm. It tries to climb its way out of the hole, and it does so. Uh-oh. It is standing up. So, Grace, I'll allow you... Oh, no, wait. It didn't need to... Yep. Yeah. If it was smaller, you might have gotten a free attack. That's on it. fair. That's Unfortunately, fair. getting out of the thing is pretty easy for it, actually. It swings down at you with its giant axe Mm -hmm. and you roll out of the way it kicks dirt up in all directions you are splattered with dirt but it missed it's your turn grace all right i'd like to get to my feet and drive my uh spear into its legs i guess all right your attack is probably gonna miss yeah unfortunately because of your new spearhead Mm -hmm. you're not used to using this weapon and the slightly off-center spearhead mm. just slides along its leg, cutting it but not dealing proper damage. Uh, I'll action surge and stab again. <sighs> All right, this time you do get it. Good, 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 good. You deal 10 points of damage. <sighs> the creature sways. <sighs> you bring your spear back towards you and this time you used its slightly curved nature to your advantage you cut a giant gash in its leg and you immediately feel it's like you well a hydraulic system is not something that you would be familiar with but it's like a steam or water hydraulic system when you cut it open you cut open its artery very very deep and long cut Mm. immediately the half ogre's heart empties half of its blood out of its leg. (laughs) The half-ogre sways backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and then collapses from blood loss. Odds or evens? Evens. It collapses backwards into the pit. Oh, thank God. Due to the fire damage, the fall damage, and the spike damage, the ogre is immediately and outright killed. (sighs) I I stand up or, you know, get back into a normal position. Well done. Well done, everyone. Okay. The ogre in the pit slowly burns. Is everybody okay? Everyone nods. All right. Um, 
maybe uh, let's wait around. Let's wait around till it's finished cooking and go and have a kind of look at it, I suppose. Any clues we can discern about it or, or where it came from, probably worthwhile. So you're not going to put it out? The fire? Yeah. Oh, if it's dead, do we have anything to put it out with? I guess dirt. Yeah, you can pile dirt. Yeah, in. sure. All right. Well, in that case, yeah. If you don't have to wait for it to burn out, we pile dirt on it and just go and have a, like, a, I don't know, like a quick investigate. The ogre had uh, pants mm-hmm. and a simple vest. You stop the fire before it spreads too much and destroys much. Yeah. You've got the head, torso, arms, legs. Uh, let's go legs up, I guess. Legs up. All right. So you give the ogre a, a pat down mm-hmm. and you find that in one of its pockets is a, a small little little metal or iron dagger. Mm, okay. I would say as well, I didn't mention it before, but mm. the Anis Hag, you find out, yeah. can pull one of its iron teeth or nails out of its body and spend about a minute shaping and polishing it into the form of a coin, ring, dagger, or tiny mirror. Thereafter... Oh. Any creature that holds this iron token can have a whispered conversation with the hag, provided that the creature and the hag are on the same plane of existence and within 10 miles of each other. I see. A hag can have up to three iron tokens active at any one time. Huh. That's interesting. Active at any one time. I guess maybe they're not. Hmm. I put the, the, the iron dagger, the little iron dagger in my coin purse as well. Once the connection has been served, it just becomes yeah. a regular, like, there's nothing special to it. Cool. Which is probably the case for, I guess, every iron object that I have at the moment. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's hard to well, tell. If, have you made this aware? Have you made everyone aware of this? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But when, when I'm reading through the Mally book. says says uh, she probably doesn't know that the ogre's dead. That's a good point. Not yet. This one's, the dagger is probably still in some way active. Is it like a two-way right? Like, can she hear me? Yeah, you can hear you can hear each other, but only each other. Okay. So there's no extraneous noise that can be heard. Mm. Nevertheless, I put the dagger in the coin purse to be looked at maybe when we get back to town. Okay. Then I will, uh, uh, yeah, t- torso. Torso is obviously, like I said, the vest. Mm. There doesn't appear to be anything interesting. Cool. Yeah, I got a bad boy card, and there doesn't appear to be anything interesting <laughs> on the torso. No worries. Uh, all right, uh, arms. Arms. Same difference. Uh, get another bad boy card. <laughs> wow. I'm too yeah, distracted by this iron dagger. You clearly are. And then head, I guess. If there's nothing to- in the arms, if I'm like, mm, they're just hey, you arms. get a good boy card. Hey! That's just actually fucking crazy. That's calm, I mean. You can tell that there's nothing of interest other than the dagger that you found. Okay, cool. Well, um, is it worth covering the body up? Mm. We bury it, the hag doesn't. Let's th- bury it in the pit. Yeah, doesn't see it, you know? Yeah. All right, we, we spend the. You, know. you spend a great deal of the night yeah. burying the, the ogre in the pit. Cool. All right, fantastic. Well, thank you, everybody, but we need some rest. If tomorrow we intend to go after the Anis Hag, and, and I think we should as soon as possible, then absolutely time to go to bed. All right, we retire to the tavern. And yeah, as you're walking back to town, Sir Grace, you hear a voice in the back of your head, like someone were whispering there, Where is my little boy? I take the day. Uh, you know what? I'm going to wait till I get back to the tavern. This is a conversation from me and the Anna's heck. All right. Well, if you say nothing immediately, mm. or if you don't respond for a couple of minutes, you hear the voice again. 
My little boy must come home now. Oh, no. That's so bad. That's so bad. Is it worth pretending to be the ogre? (laughs) Come home, come home, my little child. I become too disturbed by it, take the dagger out of the back of my coin purse and just hurl it at a tree. All right. Cool. (laughs) Poor. Sorry, but... Mally asks, what what happened? Uh, that uh, two-way communication through and a piece of the Anna's Hag's tooth, possibly just a bit too much for me. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be all right. Uh, thank you. You get back to the, the broken so, hammer. For the broken hammer and have a nap. Okay. Well, you uh, you have no hit points to recover. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I guess you get your action so yeah, yeah. such back. All right. Next day. Cool. We've got the magic arrows. We have the cold iron. I suspect it hasn't like rained or anything yet. Like those, the near where um, the two children went missing, mm. those footprints would still be visible, do we think? Yeah, you think the, they'll okay. be fine. Well, then I'll gather Thudu, Mali, and myself, mm-hmm. and we will make our way towards the, um, towards the, yeah, the footprints. When you get to the, the little meadow, the mm. little meadowy area and the crook, you can see that the children's little little hutch has been knocked over completely mm. and something's been thrashing around here. Not the half-ogre, something big but smaller than the half-ogre. Okay. Carved, not carved, but set into the mud near the crick, yeah. you can see words in common written, my little boy is dead, I will kill yours now. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh Let's hurry. Mally looks pale. So do I. All right. You begin tracking back along uh, the path. Well, not the path. You begin tracking the trail. Luckily, now you have two sets of tracks to follow. Cool. Cool. Oh, boy. After maybe an hour of walking deeper and deeper into the forest, you start noticing that the trees, once again, are being are blotting out the sun mm-hmm. and that there's a, a fog that just clings to the ground. I clutch my spear tighter and, and push forward. I steel myself and push forward. You get deeper and deeper into the forest and the fog gets thicker and thicker and thicker and eventually the sun isn't here at all. You need mm-hmm. to light torches. Cool. I, yeah, I, 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 I do. I light my torch, hold it, hold the spear in one hand. The light... You're not sure if it's in your mind or some magic about you, but the light seems smaller okay. than it would normally. Cool. So does the light of uh, the lantern held by Mally. Mm-hmm. You go further and further in, and the, the fog gets higher and higher until it's clinging to about your waist. Gosh. Eventually, the trees become dead, gnarled things, like hands sticking out of the ground, grasping upwards, but still with enough life on them that they continue to blot out the sun. So, Grace, you were the first to see it. Yep. In the middle of a a copse of trees, a copse of dead, gnarled trees, you can see a thatched building. It looks like a hovel more than anything else. An even sadder abode than uh, Dowen's place. Okay. I have to assume this is it, unless either of you can recognize this building. Neither of them say anything. Both of them just shake their heads slowly. Okay. You can see a 
brackish looking dead like little lake near mm. the house. I mean very little. Not even a lake actually. Just a small body of water. You might call you might call it a series of puddles. Okay. All around here there is no vegetation. There's just mud and muck. You can also hear a child singing. Then you see a child a, a, a small boy, maybe no older than five, mm. slowly walking his way along the fence of this uh, this abode. He's balancing on the top, mm. trying to keep himself from falling on either side. And as he goes, you hear him singing a, a like a strange song. One, two, time to kill. Three, four, they're all dead. Five, six, kill some more. Seven, eight. Granny <laughs> says, "Don't start." One, two. Okay, I, 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 I come out of the forest. Hey, hey, that little, uh, little fella. Hey, Mister. The kid stops on the fence, and Mally, standing behind you, whispers, "It's Ansis." Is um, is your granny home? Yeah, granny's home. Okay. Um, are you hurt? No. Okay. How's Granny doing t- today? You see him. He slowly sits down on the the fence. The fence is made out of like just piled mm. piled stones. You see him pick up a stone and throw it at you. Okay, rude. Critical hit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Wow. All right, kid. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine this kid blinds me. Christ. Wrap on the knuckles, <laughs> triple damage, and you have disadvantage on dexterity-based attacks for four rounds. <laughs> uh, it deals you triple damage, so it would deal you uh, two points of damage. Fuck. He threw it hard. He yeah, threw it too hey, hard. That yeah. kid, he wants me. Yeah, okay. Uh, and okay. he will take yeah disadvantage on dexterity-based attacks. You nearly drop your, your spear. <laughs> hey, hey, kid. Don't throw a rock at me. All right. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Also, hey, after you've listened to the finale of Fall From Grace and after you've had some time to mull over the things you've heard, why not head to kickstarter.com and back the beautifully illustrated, incredibly written graphic novel, A Boxer. It's about a gay boxer who struggles with his sexual identity in the hyper-masculine, aggressive world of combat sports. It's got an incredible award-winning team behind it, including Eisner Award winner Hassan Osman Elhow and Dante Award winner Amanda Miranda, and all funds are going towards the artists for their work. So instead of just sitting in your house, frantically clicking refresh, because now that Sir Grace is over, you want to know if Tiffany and Pop are okay, why not head to kickstarter.com and search for a boxer and back it today. Granny says it's okay. Yeah, well, Granny's wrong. Um, He picks up another rock. Okay, I'm going to go and grab the child. You sprint towards the child. Yeah. And as you do so, he stands up. Granny! 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 <laughs> Too late. The door slams open. Standing in the doorway. Nah. Uh, uh. Let me have a propaganda at this old gal. This looks nothing like the, the one in Emmanuel's Book of Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like... Uh, well, I mean, everything about this is bad, but the black flowers growing on her body is truly awful. Wow, she's huge, too. Those are human skulls. Granny's too big. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Granny's huge. <laughs> You've come, have you? <sighs> Give these kids back. Oh, no, no, no. She takes a step forward, and as she does so, her form changes immediately to that of Mally. And when she speaks, she speaks with Mally's voice. How could I possibly let my beautiful grandchildren go? <laughs> I know that's not really Mally. She takes another step forward and her visage changes to that of, we'll say, um, Grattan. She changes to become Grattan and her voice changes to become Grattan's. But, but of course they're going to stay here, just as you will. I don't think that's going to be the case. She takes another step and her visage changes to that of William. Mm-hmm. She appears as Willian, and she speaks with Willian's voice. You will all stay here. Your bones, your your beautiful flesh consumed and put in my pot. I'm going to wait if she keeps doing this until she's close enough to hit and then stab her. If She, keeps she takes com- another step forward, and she is close enough. <laughs> I will drive the spear into her gut. You stab forwards, she grabs the spear, and then combat begins. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh well. All right, so it's the hag's turn first. I've, ma- I've mastered a dirty amount of good boy cards over the course of this adventure. Hopefully, they will benefit me in the coming battle. All right. Wait, I choose my initiative score, and I go first. You act lost in <laughs> score. Damn it! No, nah, we'll say they cancel each other out. Yeah, that's fair. Nothing happens. So you're not lost, but you're not first either. <laughs> All right, so the hag goes first. She swings at you with one of her claws mm. and misses. Then she swings at you with another claw and, oh, critical hit. Oh, no. Ba-ba-ba-bow, Stunning blow. Make a DC 16 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, you are stunned until your next turn. Cool, 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 cool. So you will take three points of damage. Yeah. And you need to make that saving throw. Uh Uh-huh. 
you fail. Uh, you 1d4 to a saving throw? Uh, re-roll. You rolled a two. Okay, I'll re-roll that dice, yeah. All right. Uh, you rolled another two. <laughs> uh, 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 roll, re-roll. All right. You rolled a one. <laughs> I'm just not... I'm sorry, buddy. All right, whatever. I guess I'm stunned. All right. Stunned. You are incapacitated as the condition. You can only move and speak only falteringly. Basically, you just lose your next attack. Yeah, that's fair. Then she finally, when she grabs you with either claw, she tries to drag you forwards to bite you. Oh, God. And she's going to bite you. Being bitten with human teeth is the worst. Iron teeth. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming the iron things she's given me aren't aren't cold iron, are they? No, they would not. They be. won't. They won't negate the damage. Cool. Three deals. Negate the resistance, I mean. Five points of damage. Oh, fuck. As she bites down upon you. Okay. Give Granny a hug. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. Your turn. You unfortunately kind of just miss your action. Then it's the NPC's turn. Uh-huh. So... Thudu charges in behind you and grabs you from behind. Mm. I've got you, she says. She casts a spell and you regain six hit points. Thank you, thank you, Thudu. Uh. The first arrow that whizzes past you embeds itself in the in the wall of the house. Oh, fuck. The second arrow, however, strikes. Yep. She yep. hisses and takes nine points of damage. How dare you hurt Granny? Okay. Then it is her turn. Um, She's going to keep attacking you. That's fair. Her first attack is going to be a hit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You take uh four points of damage. All right. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. I can deal with four points of damage. Especially, I didn't. I, I totally didn't even realize Thudu was a. Some, she's a cleric, yeah. 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 Cool. No, that's good. I totally didn't even wig to that. So I'm glad we've got a healer in the party. Second attack is a miss. Okay. And she fails to bite you as well. Okay. But you can feel that she's trying to draw you in to hug you. Mm, you do. Not, I know that that is. Uh, yeah. You don't think that's what a way to well. die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it's your turn, Sir Grace. Okay. Can I uh, disengage? Or, or leave. I'll use my good boy card to not get an attack of op. All right, you can just move back. Can if I, want. if I move to my basic plan is disengage, grab the arrow out of the wall of the shack, mm-hmm. and then throw my spear at the anus hag. You can do that. All right, I will do that. All right, you move past the anus hag. As you do so, you slam her in the belly. Mm-hmm. She doubles over. And is unable to... Uh, maybe she tries to swipe at you, but you it's like a very wide open swipe and you yeah. can easily duck under it. You get to the house. You pull out the arrow. You throw the spear. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, that's a one. Oh, God damn it. Uh, I can't believe I've this. only got a fortuitous circumstance, which seems spend like... Spend it such- to re-roll. Yeah, spend it to re-roll. All right, you strike the anus hag. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You deal... 11 points of damage to the Anis Hag. Great. Good. She cries out in pain. Then it is your ally's turn. Thudu draws her holy symbol in against her chest, and you hear her saying, By the blessed light, by the blessed light, please, 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 by the blessed light, shine down upon us. You can see a little bit of light start peering through the trees as the Hag hisses at Thudu, Your God will not save you from Granny. But 
nonetheless, you feel a bit invigorated. While this spell is active, all of you, when you make an attack roll or saving throw, you can add a d4 to whatever you roll. Oh, great. Yeah. All right. Fabulous. That's her turn. Then Mally fires regular arrows. No, that's fair. Don't. First attack's a critical hit. Hey! Second attack's a critical hit! <laughs> Mally, Holy you fucking shit. champion. Mally, you fucking gun. Look, half damage, but... Still. Poke in the belly, double damage. Just deal damage. <laughs> Mally does four damage on her first attack. Great. The arrow maybe shoots shoots the hag right in the eye. Ah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Pinned. Double damage and the target becomes pinned to the ground and is restrained. Great. So the second arrow goes straight between the webbing of one of her feet. (laughs) The second attack deals eight points of damage. Great. The Anna's Hag hisses and tries to lunge at Mally, but probably just can't work itself. Oh, no, no. The Anna's Anna's Hag is out and is free. Oh, no. It launches past Thudu at Mally. Thudu gets a free swipe, but misses. Mm, mm, mm. The Anna's Hag gets to Mally. First attack, miss. Second attack, miss. Okay. Oh, no. Grabbing both of Mally's hands, yeah. the Anna's Hag tries to drag Mally forwards. Mally is doing a good do- job of twisting and shifting, trying to get out of the creature's grip. Mm. But then the Anna's Hag wraps its entire mouth around Mally's head and bites. Oh, no. Oh, Adam, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> She deals 10 points of damage to Mally. Jesus Mally is Christ. screaming, but the screaming is muffled by the Anis Hag's mouth. That's so awful, I can't even. It's your turn, Grace. Uh, can I Can I run? Handing something to someone is not a... It, that's like a reaction, yeah? It's a, for them to take it, it's a free action, yeah. Can I? Can Who I? Do you want to give the arrow to? Because I don't think oh, yeah. giving it to Mally will help anyone. Fair. Can I give it to Thudu and then jump on the Anis Hag and drive my spear in further? I'd allow that. Yep. Yeah, cool. Right. You run past Thudu, giving her the arrow. I'll fling it to her, and then you launch yourself at the Anis Hag. You get a. You hit. Yeah. Barely. You manage to force the spear through the Anis Hag's hide, and unfortunately. You're going to deal minimum damage on the <laughs> Curse you, bad boy cards. You deal three points of damage. Fuck. No, uh, four points of damage. Oh, hey, something. <laughs> you drive it as deep as you possibly can, but you can't have. You don't have any leverage. Yeah. And the spear is not very well made, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. You do hurt the Anis Hag. Unfortunately, that just means it starts tightening around Mally's head. Fuck. All right. Thudu charges up behind the Anna's Hag and tries to swing with her mace. Yeah. She lands a hit, but she only deals three points of damage. That sucks. The Anna's Hag doesn't really seem to care mm. much about mm-hmm. what you're doing. And then Mally tries to get out of the Anna's Hag's clutches, but she cannot. Fuck. It's the Anna's Hag's turn. Fuck. The Anna's Hag wraps its arms around Mally mm-hmm. and lifts her up. Mm-hmm. With an awful squelching sound, she begins to crush Mally. Mm. A popping sound is is its is its mouth letting go of Mally's head. Okay. Mally, you see her 
Her mouth is open in silent scream, uh-huh. but she has no air to make any sound. Mally's tongue explodes. Oh, no. Mally's eyes pop, pop, pop out of her head. Oh, my God. Mally's chest is crushed completely. Out of Mally's mouth, a few white shards shoot up into the air. When they land, you realize they are ribs. Oh, my God. The Anis Hag lets go of Mally's corpse. Yep, yep, cool, cool, cool. Super sick, dude. So, Grace, it's your turn. Okay. Um, oh, um, I'm sorry. Did you say adva- disadvantage? No. Were you about to say it, though? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to let you know. Disadvantage on your next attack. That's cool. That's so cool. Okay. Okay. I'm out of bad boy cards, though. Hey, that's pretty good. But I'm also out of good boy cards. Can I see whether or not the second magic arrow is crushed? It's in her chest. Okay. As in, it's in the... And it's Hag's chest. Okay, that's right. Yes. Sweet. Okay. Will it be an action to take it out? Mm, I would say no. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the Anis Hag gets a free attack on you if you try to. Um. All right. That's okay. Can I... Run, run up to the Anna's head. Maybe try and if I'm still, if I'm You're still, still holding next to it, yeah. if I'm still holding my spear, try to force it in further, like to get some leverage behind it, and at the same time try and take out the arrow. Yeah. Oh, you rolled two to fourteen, so it was largely irrelevant. Oh, neat. You keep driving your spear into it. Yeah. And you deal a further seven points of damage <sighs> to the Anna's <Anishag>. head. <sighs> And the Anis Hag gets a swipe on you, yeah. but you will recover the the Anis Hag. No, actually, it it's all right. It hits. That's that's ooh, yep, that's a hit. <laughs> you take six points of damage as the Anis Hag slashes okay. at you with one of its claws. Yeah. You, however, grab the arrow. Cool. Then I can I action surge. Yeah. Then I would like to like leap off the Anis Hag, back up, load it into my bow, and fire it at her. I'll allow it. Cool. Cool. You take a five foot step backwards, mm. knock the arrow, draw back, and fire. You strike the Anna's Hag directly in its chest a second time, dealing seven points of damage. The Anna's Hag collapses over backwards. When it hits the mud, you see it writhing and, and twisting and trying to get up. Mm. But as it does so, it slowly. It slowly begins leaking black bile into the mud around it. It hisses and screams. The book told you this would Mm. happen. It screams everything it has ever said in life backwards. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, like someone hearing- This is it dying. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Like someone hearing the THX sound, <laughs> I reel from the, the noise. But as it finally dies, I would like to say, the summer and winter court had the right idea, you fucking wretch. <sighs> <sighs> I'd like to look at um, Thudu, see how she's doing. Thudu looks shocked, but is standing. She wasn't touched by the Anasad. <sighs> then I would like to go over to the mangled corpse of Mally. Okay. A rock strikes you on the back of the head. Hey! You killed Granny! Quit it! Someone grab that kid. Thudu runs over and grabs Ansys, then goes into the hut. She comes out really quickly with Ans- uh, Annette as well. Yeah. What? What's the... 
I like look away from Mally, like tear my eyes away from it. What's what's going on inside? Thudu shakes her head. The hut is not good. The hut is not good. Stay here. I'm gonna Annette, walk. Annette, yeah. She Thudu is dragging. Annette is is dug both of her feet into the ground and is kicking up mud as Thudu slowly drags her away from the hut. Mm-hmm. Do you walk into the hut? Yeah. There's no obvious place to sleep. Okay. There's like badly made shelving, and on the shelving are alchemical ingredients, but fell awful ones. Mm. You see, like rather than eye of newt, it, there's like human fingers arranged yeah. in jars. Cool. There's uh, uh, like awful body parts taken from various animals shelved here for whatever the anise hag was going to use them for. And there's a big pot. Hmm. I in the pot you see a broth is bubbling. Uh, yeah, I can put two and two together as to what's in the broth. I would like to search the place to see if there are any other kids and maybe even clues as to what brought the Anis Hag back. You find no clues of other children mm-hmm. here, but you all right, so you find no, you wouldn't find any clues here of okay. what brought the Anna's Hag back. Okay. Um, well, if there's nothing else to be found in here, I'll 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 leave. Okay. How are the kids doing? Are they still kicking up a fuss? Yeah, they don't want to leave. I'd like to go up to them and like hoik up my pants and like kneel down in front of them. Hey guys, hey, how you doing? I know you're angry right now. Where's Granny? What have you done with Granny? Granny was no good. Okay. I know that. Ansys. Tries to slap you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to gra- maybe grab, like, Ansys, n- like, gently, mm. and, like, pull him in for a hug mm-hmm. to be like, it's okay. You're okay. Ansys kicks and screams. He tries to bite you. All right. Okay. Okay, Ansys. We're going to get you back to your mom and dad. Blood! Blood! I want blood! Okay. Well, this is going to take some doing, I guess. I I, I, I will carry Ansys back. Wriggling and screaming if Thudu carries um, Annette. You get back to town. All right, we got to take these kids to their parents first things first. When you get back to town, everyone was kind of expecting this. Everyone kind of in town knew this was do or die. Mm-hmm. So when you return, there's actually quite a lot of people out of their houses and waiting for you. Mm-hmm. There's a tremendous cheering mm-hmm. and people celebrating and wild and there's drink and merriness as you and Thudu mm. with the stoniest ashen-faced mm-hmm. expressions slowly wander through town. Yeah. The kids are grabbed um, <laughs> grabbed again. you mm. got to go serve them again. No, <laughs> Burkinth grabs them and yeah. says, I'll take them to their parents. Right. They're in no state, but hopefully, I don't know, after some time, whatever magic the Anis Hag was weaving will wear off. Burkinth slowly nods and says, they're alive. Yeah, hey, that's all that matters at this point. They seem like good kids underneath it all, you know. Mm. Uh, they got parents that love them, so hopefully they'll be okay. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Ma- uh, Mally didn't make it, but but everybody else came back alive, and we got the kids. And I don't think the Anis Hag is going to cause any more problems. She's well and truly dead. William is also. William comes in halfway through mm. your explanation and nods gravely. Yeah. Well, let's come to the tavern and drink in. Yeah. In excitement and and in, in Mally's memory. Yes. In yeah. The morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and hey, William, I got to thank you. Without the cold iron on the tip of my spear, I don't think I would have been able to do it. No, please. You know, and we, the magic arrows. Thank as God. Well. Thank the gods. 
you were here. Are the magic arrows in good nick? The magic arrows, no, have been kind of... Well, the... So the magic arrows you were able to recover, but, but it the magic is the magic is used. Yeah. That's fair. Well, if you want to return these to the wolf girl, please be my guest. Yes, I will. I will. <sighs> well, we we drink then. You drink. You drink in celebration. Mm-hmm. You drink to Mally's memory, and maybe you also drink to not think about what you've done. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I guess after it all, I, I've got to head back to the capital and and give a report. Uh. Fudu, I I don't know if you if this is the kind of thing you'd like to do more of, but I don't know. You were a big help back there. I could use more people. Fudu nods slowly. I um I don't think I could go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I get that, you know. And it's a it's a kind of life. Um, you're never not excited. I'll tell you that much. Maybe in the dead of night, after a lot of people have gone home and a lot of people are just almost incapacitated drunk, you're sitting at the table, William, Birkinth, it's you and Thudu as mm. well, but William and Birkinth are both like nearly blackout yeah. drunk, face down on the table. Thudu looks at you and says, it, it's awful what happened to Mally. Yeah. It's terrible, terrible. But I'm not going to pretend like, I'm, I'm not... I'm never, I would never have considered myself someone who would lie to themselves. No. And I would be lying if I said that it wasn't exhilarating. You would have to be, yeah, the, the world's greatest liar to say that in a way it doesn't feel good. You know? We saved the town. Well, yeah, I, I, I feel good because I know I've done good. Yeah. And, and, and obviously, like, it is a tragedy that Mally has died. And in a perfect world, she wouldn't have. But I don't... Yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. It's it's something else. Yeah. If you want to join me again, you're no, welcome to. I I think I would like to. I'll extend my hand across the table and grab hers. She shakes your hand. And then I'll get my journal and I'll close it. And so Sir Grace found that the adventuring life fit him like a tight leather glove. And with the respect of the town at his back and Thudu the dwarf at his side, he resolved then and there to spend his days vanquishing evil and upholding good, no matter what the cost might be. Thank you for listening to part one of Fall from Grace. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows we do here at Sans Pants Radio, then why not subscribe to SansPantsPlus.com? For as little as $5 a month, you could have access to a whole bunch of bonus shows and content. Once again, that's SansPantsPlus.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.